one, two, three. Hi, this is the Honeyology Podcast. I'm your host, Anika Lani. I'm here with my producer, Anthony Valdez. So listen up, because you're taking Honeyology. This is our first episode. Woo! We're excited. I am so excited. I'm ready for this. I'm ready, too. I'm, like, so excited for everyone to to hear what crap we have to say. (laughs) It's not all crap. No. At first. But a lot of it is. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we need more crap in our lives, you know? No, we actually don't. There's a lot of crap in the world. I know, but like, but I'm talking about like, like crap, like that's not like, not like the crap that like we need to be like afraid of or like, Mm -hmm. you know, like worry about all the time, but like crap, like. Just crap. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, no. Just listen to our crap. It's all honeyology, right? It's all honeyology. It's all honeyology. Like, did you hear that crap? Exactly. (laughs) All right. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking something special. It was good, good. It was good. I really like this. So this is called Escubac. I'm fairly certain I'm pronouncing (laughs) it correctly. Um, So it's Escubac in tonic. Um, This is, so Escubac is made by English distillers in France. Right. So they crossed the channel for this. And um, it's kind of like a gin, but without juniper berries. It's got all the little things. Um, I like it. I actually found it in a GQ magazine because I'm an avid reader of and GQ. You're fancy. <laughs> okay. And I, GQ okay. I know you're, my drinks. You're making it worse because then I'm going to like, and we're pairing it with Jack Rudy tonic syrup. <laughs> Oh, and the... Which and I the, found in Dina DeLuca. And I love that. And the, the right? soda stream. And my soda stream. What and the that? tonic, the carbonated water. Ugh. We're doing it up. Did you know we were in Crown Heights? You didn't know. <laughs> they would have thought we were in Midtown. They would have thought we were in the Upper West Side. Mm, or Soho, maybe. Soho. Soho. Yeah, yeah that's okay. We're been. okay. Yeah, there we're, we go. We're there. I wish Basquiat was alive. Right. He would have been He so would totally hang. be drinking Escobar. He would be with us. He would be... Right here. Downing that shit. Yeah. I'd be out of a bottle by now. <laughs> but you'd have a beautiful painting. I would. I would. He used to just give away his paintings. Really? And give away notebooks to people. Mm-hmm. And then they would turn around and sell them. <laughs> he was still alive. Really? They would just turn around and sell them? Yeah. I love that. It was sad, right? I think it's it's sad, but I kind of love it at the same time. Like They did him dirty while he was living. Yeah. And he was like, thanks. And then, because I think... A lot of those people at the same time, downtown, Soho, Tompkins, they were like on drugs too. So they needed to get, they were like, oh, we can get a lot. We'll be up all night partying. We'll be up all night for this. It's good. That's true. They have habits. Big ones. Oh, yeah. Well, they all did. They all did. Every artist is on something. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. We're on something. We're on something. They get the good stuff. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to be on this on like stuff. Stuff you could be on like you know alcohol, like Escobac and tonic. I ain't nobody on no Escobac and tonic. <laughs> I swear to God, well, <laughs> I am. <laughs> He's like, it's great. It's great. Look, it's, they need to be way higher than this. I I will. Uh, regardless, I feel like all those artists should drink Escobac because it's good. Yeah, this it. is like really mellow. It is. It's kind nice, of opens up your intellect. It does. It does. It felt really good. Yeah, you know. Have some that fancy. Certain, doesn't get you tipsy. If you drink enough of it, it's yeah, got well, like forty three percent. We drink a glass. Yeah, but we drink it. Yeah, but if you drink more than a glass, yeah, no. Well, who's doing that? <laughs> so, we we do have life to get to. We have life to, life's <laughs> lives to live, yeah. lives to get to. 
and and other things. So, so what what's is happening? What oh. is what is happening? What is happening with you? All right. So what is happening has been uh, what happened really is Beachella. It happened. It's it's kind of over, but it is. But at the same time, it's still like reverberating on the internet. <laughs> it's reverberating, and I also think <clears throat> I'm like, who's Beyonce's team? Where it actually is Beachella, like. It really was. It was Coachella for a long time. How long has Coachella been going on? It was Coachella for a long time. It's been a while. Yeah, and and they had a lot of different artists this year too. You know, I know that Beyonce. They always always have. They always have like (laughs) Like, almost a hundred artists. I went on the website. I was like, oh my god, look at all these people who perform, and they're and it. It's not like it was Beyonce and then just these other people. I mean. There was Dej Loaf. She's an artist. Mm. She was she was there. There's a lot of people. There, there. there were people this there who are huge. who are known, who are well known. Yes. Do you know that they were there? I did. did but I'm a weird dude. You did because you listen to music. Does anybody else know that they I were there? I don't think so. Because no. that's not what the news no. seemed to be like. It was Beychella. Our Facebook feeds mm-hmm. and Instagram feeds were just blown up with just Beychella. It's kind of like did you ever see this movie from many years ago called Being John Malkovich? Yes. It's, that's what we're in, Being Beyonce. Every, everywhere we go. I mean, it's Beyonce. true that we're being a be- We are sliding never, down the chute oh that God. is Beyonce's brain. You are absolutely right. You're absolutely yes. right. Wow. I didn't even think about that. No, because it really was. Like, it was, it was, Baychella was everywhere. Yeah. And it was like... And it was like everything she did. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. She was like. She came out in the big, tall Nefertiti <clears throat> crown. Yep. She had the HBC. Oh, did she? I didn't yeah. see oh, it. Oh, yeah. I no, she had it. the. She, she twice. So the first weekend, which was live streamed on YouTube, which apparently wasn't as good as the second weekend. Really? Well, because the second weekend is where everybody. I mean, first of all, it costs $500 to be there. Yeah, it's expensive. You know. And then you and then you're staying in a tent, which I didn't know that sometimes. So people so there are people. So I knew someone who did go to Coachella mm-hmm. and he he went to the second weekend. OK, he did. So you can stay in a tent mm-hmm. or you can stay in like in a hotel. Yeah, I'm doing but that. like the weird thing is like it's a desert. It's like literally Coachella is in the desert. There's nothing around. And so apparently there's there no have bodega. Like, no, there is no <laughs> bodega. There is no bodega. But apparently there is maybe there is a bodega, like one bodega. <laughs> And, but apparently the whole like city, like just like this influx of influx of cash happens mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Coachella happens. Mm-hmm. And so it's of like these like hotels like almost like solely exist only for, for this Coachella. Event. OK, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Well, it seems as if so Beyonce the first weekend, which was, you know, the, the clips are all over YouTube. She comes yeah. out. She's got this big like flashy cape and then oh, she's yeah. got this tall Nefertiti crown on oh. and she's got her staff and like, you know, that really? she's walking with her pimp cane. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got, you know, her like Olympic skater outfit with her pantyhose. Right. And she's walking. She's doing it. You're like, oh, my God, you've got three kids. And <laughs> then. She does have three kids. She and, totally does. Yeah. And then, and she's a machine, right? Like yeah, she gets she out there and she's just bopping along and bopping and bopping. And, I mean, I my I would be in traction. I'd be in a body cast if I was doing those moves that um, Beyonce was doing. And she had a, she had like, um, 
she had a marching band with her that was in the HBCU style, like oh. the homecoming style. Yeah. And so they were doing all the, you know, they had their drums and their horns and they were doing all of her hits. And, you know, it was quite the scene. I mean, that's why it was Baychella. Like everybody else who came in, you might as well have been banging on pots and pans. Like right. if you were a kid, oh like if you were a baby. So anyway, but then she did Deja Vu with Jay-Z. And I'm like, how is this going to work? Because clearly this is a big setup to their On The Run tour, which, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people are going to go to after this big lead up, right? But Jay-Z comes out to do Deja Vu. She's doing it like she's 22 again. (laughs) He's doing it like he's Jay-Z the dad, right? He's like, yeah, he's huffing and puffing and blowing the house in. (laughs) (laughs) Like he was, he was like, young, ho, ha, ha. <laughs> I thought that was just his rap style. No, I think I think he just needs to let her go on tour, and he should stay home with the kids. <laughs> he just stay home with the kids. <laughs> yeah, and Jay Z I mean, needs to find a new. Uh, new he's good. New job. He's good, but next to her, it's, you know, it's he's like, kind of like he could. Be, you know, he did the song. You know, she's got the big fan blowing. You know, she's a, she's a machine. Yeah, you know, I think she just wakes up like, okay, let's go. <laughs> Like, I would love to know what like the actual morning routine is of a uh, Beyonce. Yeah, didn't she yeah. do like a documentary where it was like super? Like it was a doc. She did a doc, and it was like she's done several. Yeah, but there was this one but doc. I think they're very manipulated. Right? Well, yeah, I don't think they're telling the truth. Of course not. But that's what I'm saying. Is I would like to see the actual. Mm-hmm. You think she drinks routine. coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just must be bad. I mean, I mean, how could she? How could you do all that? I mean, it's I never. Okay, so <laughs> so you just asked that question, and I just like really thought about it, and I was like, I've never imagined fiance drinking coffee. No one imagines her as a human being. No, we don't. <laughs> I really cl- don't. There was a clip of her from I want to say 2002, yeah. maybe she falls down some steps. Right. And she takes a fall. Like, oh, I think I remember this. I she takes a fall. Yeah. You know what happened to somebody who took a fall like that? Christopher Reeve. He became a para. He became a quadriplegic. Yeah. OK. She took a fall. Tumbled on down head first. Oh, my God. Down a lot of steps. And she got right back up and kept it right on moving. <laughs> you see the crowd is like, what? and I was like, how many of there of her are there? <laughs> How many of them? <laughs> There's got to be a few. How many clones? There's got to be a few, right? You haven't watched Orphan Black? No, but I, I, I'm i imagining the movie The Prestige. Have you I seen don't know that one. There's this film with The Prestige, and towards the end, I'm going to spoil this movie. It's been out no, for no, a while. It's okay. You can say it's been out for a I'm while. Okay. Yeah. So the movie Just is the very Just spoil end. Black Panther 2. Anything else you can spoil. Black Panther 2? Because yeah. I have the inside on Black I'm Panther 2. I'm sure you 2. do. <laughs> it's Wakanda right here. So I uh, um, so this movie at the very end, um, it's about like two magicians with Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. And like they have both mastered being able to clone themselves to do this magic trip trick um, with the help of David Bowie. <laughs> Swear to God, David Bowie's in this movie. He plays like Tesla, Nikola Tesla. And I was like, well, so aptly. <laughs> like, of course so he, of does. Course he yeah. does. So he plays this guy who like, like help them clone themselves to do this magic trick. And it's fucking insane because they keep they keep cloning themselves but in order to to like do the magic trick they have to kill the clone 
That's Beyonce's it's, totally killing the clone. Oh my <laughs> <man>. <laughs> She is prestiging us all. Yes. <laughs> you you know she's killing the clone. She's it's it's so yeah. weird. Yeah, she, she definitely. I mean, it is a little sad that. Uh, speaking of, of of killing, well, I guess not speaking of. I guess Prince, Prince is, uh, Prince is well, no, nobody killed Prince. Well, Prince, unfortunately, Prince killed not. Prince. I, yeah, I mean, I. But I feel like maybe it's like the Prince, the, the star Prince killed prince the man yeah i mean i think i think that people you know you you deify your genius artists so much right that they lose all human sense right to the i mean outsider yeah exactly right like i mean i couldn't even imagine her drinking like i really like honestly when you asked that question like i really (laughs) like i really started to think about it and i was like i don't i don't imagine i can't like I don't like to be very honest. I just cannot imagine. No, I really. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I really don't. Like I just like imagined it, and I was just like, oh my god! Like, I, does she eat? Does she have? Does she make? Does she like? I make know food? in her documentary that you spoke of, she is holding up a glass of red wine to does give she Jay-Z drink it. Oh, did, oh, oh. <laughs> to give Jay to give a toast to Jay Z's birthday. Now therein lies the question: Does she, she actually, actually drink, drink it? it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think Prince, I mean, Prince is 57 years old. He'd been doing what he'd been doing since he was 17. Yeah. He was this little guy who was somebody. He was small. Right. And he, he was, was somebody who he didn't really kid. eat either. Right. He yeah. ate pancakes. That's because the joke is always told of how he made pancakes at his house and the people played basketball. I can't remember the whole thing, but that was on the Dave Chappelle oh, shows. Yeah. Remember think... Charlie Murphy? Oh my God. Yes, yeah. I do remember that joke. Yeah. It was the whole oh my God, I do remember yeah, this. Yeah. So but it I mean it always circulates all the right. time. And it's... I keep seeing it and it's so funny. Yes, he didn't he didn't and he made like the best pancakes. Right. right? So that, so that? we know that that was on his menu. But did he eat anything else? We don't know. Other than pancakes. Right. And you have to think that you keep this impossible schedule, yeah. you keep this impossible touring schedule. Yeah. Then you have all these dates for everything, and then when you're not mm. doing that, you're thinking about the next record, or you're thinking about the competition, or you're thinking mm. about how you have to keep yourself relevant. And I think that, and because he was somebody who be converted to be to, to being a Jehovah Jehovah's Witness, and he became a religious figure, even within all of his princeness. Yeah. That people couldn't imagine that he had any kind of weakness, right, or darkness, I mean, and he's a human. Could, I feel like people could imagine it. I ran into a friend of mine on the train, and you know, we sat there, and he this did is write a, a song. He did write an incest song. <laughs> Look, but hang on, though. But he wouldn't re- perform those older songs. He wouldn't remember. Like he, he wouldn't curse. You know, um, he would, you know, he like kind of denounced yeah, his whole but, Purple Rain era. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, there's a lot of, but like, there's a lot of people like that. I mean, like, you know, they're all, there's so many weird people who like, they always like have these like little idos, what is it? Idos, idios, yeah. Idiosyncrasy. Sync- my God, that is a really hard <laughs> one. That thing that they have. What's that? What's that weird shit? that they got. That weird shit that they do. 
Look, they're yeah. all quirky. They're all quirky. Yeah, but they're a little quirks. They're doing a the podcast. They can't even use. They can't even say. <laughs> they can't even say idiosyncrasies. Fuck! I don't think we're saying it right. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap! All right, <clears throat> stay in school, guys. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> Uh, no, but I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Like for me, like Prince has always been weird, and I think that was like his shtick, though. It was his shtick that he was I'm like d- a weird little fucking dude, right? But I mean, he was like into chemtrails. Like we know that there was more that than was, that. But like, that was later, right? Yeah, so that like, was later. That you was, have to be taking something look, to do the chemtrail look, shit. Look, right, well, he was right. But what I'm saying is, I re- I ran into my friend in the train, mm-hmm. right? And he had this mystique and people deified him so that anything that had, you know, he, his thing was he didn't do drugs. He didn't drink. Supposedly didn't do drugs. Right. Allegedly. Then, so my friends on the train, she's next to me. You know, I thought, you know, I was like, okay, this girl has like intel to Minneapolis because she was like, they're trying to, you know, they're saying stuff about Prince. She was like, he didn't do drugs. He's against drugs. He didn't do drugs. Now, and she said it with conviction. I was like, you're right. Because I wasn't going to argue or say he was human or, you know, she was. Say he was human. (laughs) I was like, I was like, she's clear. And there's so many stories that can swirl around because we don't know these people. You know, it's not like Prince called me up and said, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm depressed today and I'm going to just lace my Vicodin in with fentanyl. You know, what do you think about that? You know, like he didn't. Right. Now, I'm not saying it didn't have my number. Are we finding things out? I'm, that just, we saying didn't didn't, I'm just saying you didn't call. <laughs> that day. That day. I love it. I love it. We're getting to know things that I didn't know. <laughs> I was just getting the impression that you were just a normal person, but I'm totally a normal, I'm yeah. totally a normal person. Oh my god, I couldn't even. I couldn't even take. I mean, I just think that somebody like him, yeah, who he'd probably been doing drugs on and off for a long time, right? You know, and at some point, if you have access to everything and you can bypass a warning label, a, a hospital, a doctor, mm. you're gonna have to up your dose because i'm assuming yeah. that your tolerance right you know has surpassed whatever the regular thing is yeah right no you're so right. you're probably getting your viking pills laced with fentanyl to make it better for you wow yeah it's Ease just, my pain it's, b it's, it's Ease just, my pain yeah it's just i don't know like it's it's sad because there's a lot of i mean he's only 57 like it's not you know no it's not but it's so weird because then keith richards is still alive <laughs> Yeah, but who knows, you yeah. know? He may not be actually taking any drugs. He might be a clone. <laughs> he might very well be. He very That is very true. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's going on out there. You, that's true. What it's was the cow? Weird. Who was the cow? Who was the... Or the sheep? Was the sheep back in the day? It was in the newspaper? Oh, there was, was a cow and a sheep. That were cloned? Yeah, and there was a bull, too. Yeah. They cloned a bull in Texas or something like that. Yeah, look. So we don't know who these people are. Yeah. Battery-operated. Lithium ion battery upgraded, yeah. Huh? Lithium ion, that's probably really that's what that's what batteries, batteries are made yeah. Of? Get out of here. Lithium ion That's good. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's actually uh not great for the earth because you have to like mine for cobalt. 
cobalt. You know, I love cobalt blue. Like well, that's no, what like, my mother I, like, has. Actual... <laughs> my mother collected cobalt blue. Everything. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, no like cobalt. Glass? Nope. It's like I don't know what it looks like. I think it's like it's like cobalt. It's like a like a like a like a like a like a rock of some mm. sort. And that's then what, you like, and that's, that's how the batteries. That's what that's like what most gives, smartphone that's batteries what gives are. The life gives yep. the life. That's what gives life to Keith Richards <laughs> and <laughs> Pamela Beyonce. <laughs> Okay. She's on a rechargeable one. Listen, honey, <laughs> she ain't no joke out here. No, she. I mean, it was so but that whole Beachella thing. But it's weird because, like, you're you're talking about how you know Jay Z and Beyonce are going on tour mm-hmm. later on the run, and it's weird because, like, you because you're mentioning like you know how Jay Z is like so old, but she's he's I mean, not he's old. Good. I mean, he's, he's not still, old. He's, he's got, like he's what? Still like got his swag. He's he's my age. <laughs> But I think it's but I think it's but I think it's interesting because you know they're going out on tour and it's like but that's how you make money that's how these artists make money now what but can they like they're not selling money. records yeah but you could you could before you made a record you made right. a lot of money off of album sales right. and CD sales that's even true. if the artist wasn't right because how many times did the artist sue their label never, never make them right yeah. exactly these ma- management producers always did and then you know what came in Napster and then it went downhill from there like yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean like it's it's hard to make it's hard to make money. It's hard it's hard to make money when you're an artist. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether or not you're a famous artist like Beyoncé or Prince or whatever. Like it is very difficult. Like the money like you have to do certain things to make to get that to get that. Well, what money, do you have I to do? So. Well, you have to do like the commercials. You have to sell. You have to sell it to commercials. A lot of times that will happen. Um, you know, at, I mean, I'm, you know, people do advertising. A lot of actors, like a lot of actors, do it, but also artists as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like and touring, touring and merch, and and from a small like you know, I when I was in a band back home in Florida, it was interesting because we I knew how to make. I knew like you had to tour. You had to do shows. And you had to do sell merch. And that was the best way. And even then, it's really difficult, you know, for small bands and things like that. Because the internet is so overwhelmed with artists. And everyone and their mother can be an artist, you know. I mean, like, you can take and you can get, like, a like a tablet. And you can literally just, like, make music without having any sort of expertise or any sort of knowledge about it beforehand. You could just be like, I really like this Beyonce song. I can be a musician. And you can just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I just, and yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like, I think I've had this debate with people, but I think it's harder to be an artist and it's, it's a lot harder to make money being an artist, I think. Yeah. I think, and I think if you're an artist and the, that's why Jay-Z is huffing and puffing, but still an A-list artist and yeah. you're so used to that uh, tax bracket, you're, you're, you're so used to making those millions of dollars. You want to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to stay there. And so what happens, you start performing at places like Coachella where those people wouldn't have been before or what's the festival out in England Glastonbury yeah like that's what Jay-Z is performing a couple of few years ago he started going there like these big pop artists you know were consigned to arenas mm. um and they came up through the ranks though of the clubs maybe that was more rap artists I don't know if pop artists did that but now there are no venues I mean I think that's the I think that's one of the things like Venues are disappearing. Yeah. And so when you do, and so when you do, and then when you do get one, the cost of insurance is super high. Mm. Um, 
you know, the people are complaining all over the place because now everybody who lives in New York anyway, New York was the place where you you would break out, right, as a band or an artist, right? right? Yeah. Well, now every place that you could do that, every nice, your average nice seedy neighborhood is now a place for, like, a soccer mom and her kindergartner. (laughs) It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get, you know... I don't want to get rid of these people. That would be mean. I don't want to build a wall. (laughs) But I think... That's extreme. That's extreme. (laughs) But I also think, like, why do you have to come and mess up New York? You're talking about the soccer moms with their kindergartners? From other places. (laughs) Yes. I mean... Yeah. I feel like New York's always... I feel like what? I feel like New York's always been like that, though. Been like a soccer mom place with kindergartners? Well, Manhattan was. I I don't know. Downtown Manhattan. Yeah. Down, you know, you had the Lower East Side. You had the Village. Mm. You know, these are places that had had lots of clubs. That, like, classic legendary places that are completely, like, completely going, like, CBGBs. Yeah. That was a place. I was thinking the same thing. You know, like, there were just... People never thought that these landmarks would would be gone and be replaced by Kmart, literally, or or banks lining every block. And so when you talk about when you're talking about making money as an artist, it's harder because there's nowhere to make money. Yeah, and it's just trickle down theory, right? Because then these big artists have all the capital, right, to infiltrate those smaller independent outfits that used to be reserved. For the unknowns. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So. No, you're absolutely right. And like, you know, it's it's harder to get in a venue because venues will be like, you have to bring a certain amount of people. Yes. Yes. You need to bring five people in. You need to bring 10 people in. You need to bring this, whatever. Um, Or they'll try to book like, you know, bigger indie bands. But it's like you have to bring this amount of people in. It's. And it's so much competition for your time. Like every, everybody online, everybody on these internets has something that they're doing. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. On the day that you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. You get drowned out very yeah, easily. It's, it's it's never been easier to be an artist. No. But it's never been harder, I feel like. Yeah, so like be viable. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's why Prince died? I do you think, think do you think it was because he was like he felt like I don't know. I don't feel like I he think was that it's I feel like iso- he was very real. Well, I, I think he I think that it's probably very difficult. To be a rich superstar, I think it's pro- it's pro- it's really isolating. Yeah, you don't get to have normal relationships. That's true. Uh, you probably have very little trust factor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's a cutthroat world, and then you have to be cutthroat yourself. Yeah, because you're used to this, right? So I, so I, and and I think, and and so I think the only thing that these people have is whatever medium they have, which was right. so if they're an artist or if they're an actor, you know, a singer, actor, rapper, whatever it is, that's what they have. It's what they pour everything into. But then when they're not doing, when they're not doing that, they have to be a human being. And who can they be human with? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't sound appealing. It it sounds it, it's appealing immediately. Like, oh, I'd love to have that big luxury boat and go all over the world and not have to worry about money. <laughs> right, but, but you know, to like, like actually live in that skin. Yeah, no, it's probably why they're all. Nuts. And then the and then the internet, right? And now like you know, the internet is just a free for all. 
So the people do one thing and the comments are just horrendous and they go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And on, and on. So you think you're out, you're out here doing a service and you're spreading your love and your art to the world. But then, you know, you got these people who are snarky and mean mm. and they respond to you like, oh, shut up with your ugly self anyway. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> it's, just, it's sad. It's terrible. Out. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure the money's nice. The money, the money, the money must be helpful. Yeah, I think right. The money, I think yes, the money is helpful. The money is helpful. Yes, it's always nice to have that. But you know, I think that if you're not careful, so if someone asks you, like, you know, trade trade lives, you would never do it. You know, no, that would scare me. I keep like you want to trade lives with someone famous, but like you can be famous. I actually really like my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of fame, people can say that. Fame, no. Um, you know, you'd have to give me a really good contract. You know, in terms of <laughs> like the money, fame, no. Like fame is that Beyonce's just seems to, clone? Would you be able to do that? Oh That's my god, she kills her clones. I'm like, no. There's a clear end date there. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. I'd be scared for my life every day. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> it's true. I mean. Who no. knows what that woman does? No. I like can, I, but I just I I'm gonna be honest with you to answer your question. How do you think she drinks coffee? I don't think she drinks coffee. You don't think she drinks coffee? No, I really don't. I really truly, I truly believe with all my fiber of a being that Beyonce doesn't drink coffee. And the day I see her drinking quote quote unquote drinking a cup of coffee, I'm like, that's not coffee. You don't right? Something else. You think she drinks water? Yeah, I, I, think that's drink. I don't think she. I don't think. I think, I think she just drinks water. Yeah, with IVs. Yeah, <laughs> she drinks like scented water. Scented water, like with infused with. She probably does carbonated. Lots of carbonated water. I can see her drinking a lot of sparkling stream. waters. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, she has a stream in her home. She has probably like a the, brook, a brook yes, of sparkling water that she brook. just like she <laughs> takes, <laughs> takes dipping things. Like, like some sort of like like mythical <laughs> like elvish thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, exactly. and she like yeah. walks up to this like beautiful I'm looking sure, like you know thing what? and scoops I'm it sure up. sure she employs angels. <laughs> I'm sure. <There's>... Like <laughs> she's got like. Raphael and Michael on <laughs> per diem. <laughs> on per diem. <laughs> got it on the payroll. Yeah. Oh, this year. The, oh, we got it. You we saw got, the Beyonce mass. Oh, my God. You You're telling pull, me about that. You got to pull that up. So, okay. Explain to our listeners what the fuck that is. <laughs> while, so. I pull, while, while I pull this up. Okay. Okay. So, in last week, uh, last Wednesday, there was a Beyonce mass at the Grace... Uh, cathedral church in San Francisco and essentially a woman who is a professor please forgive me for not knowing her name I think it's Yolanda something she is a Beyonce professor and wait a what she's yes a Beyonce (laughs) professor and a theologian yes you heard me and because of course why would I not know this yes and she has a class called Beyonce and the Hebrew Bible and she, what happened was, I guess, the priest at the Grace Cathedral Church in San Francisco decide, decided that they would extend this class into an actual Beyonce service, you know? Um, because, you know what? Look, if if you didn't get to Coachella, Beychella, then maybe you could get to church, Beyonce Church, okay? So they um, they did this, 
And they said that what they were going to do was take Beyonce's classic songs and signature hits. And they were going to intersperse that with Bible passages. Okay. And they were going to uplift the marginalized black woman. Oh, right. Because Beyonce represents the modern marginalized. Well, Beyonce's lyrics, not her. Because I'm like, she's not really a marginalized Marginalized black woman. woman. (laughs) Okay. She's pretty well off. (laughs) She's She's, okay. She's okay. But but, but for the rest of us, she's like, she's the Beyonce can help y'all. Okay. This is uh okay, so this is a clip from uh looks like ABC News. <laughs> yes, because they yeah. had it and hang on, just so you know that it was attended by seven hundred and fifty people, and this mass normally attracts fifty people every week. Are you okay? San Francisco's Grace Cathedral looked and sounded more like a concert than a church for a first of its kind Beyonce mass. It was amazing. It was one of the best spiritual experiences I've ever had. It was fun. It was uplifting. It was also really rejuvenating. People wrapped around the side of the cathedral an hour ahead of time to attend the Blockbuster Mass. They wrapped the Wednesday around? The service has 50 people in attendance, but with Beyonce in the house, this service had 750 people. We didn't expect this response. Reverend Jude Harmon says Grace Cathedral put the invite to the service on Facebook, and it blew up. We thought it would be kind of a small, Reverend you know, like exploration of community about what it means to lift up black female voices. I use Beyonce as a central figure to have these conversations about the Yolanda Norton is the brain behind Beyonce Mass and gave tonight's sermon. Norton is a professor at San Francisco Theological Seminary and teaches a class on Beyonce and the Hebrew Bible. She explains that she's using Beyonce's wide appeal to bring a diverse group of people together. I know people think that, you know, we're worshiping Beyonce. None of that is true. This is a way to just have different kinds of conversation. Norton says nothing is scheduled yet. This is a way we can party in church because I don't get out much. What the fuck? <laughs> How I'm listen. I mean, to each his bring own. Bring it to I the guess. club. Bring it to the club. Bring to it to each it. first his of own. all, Mary Magdalene, Peter Paul, they are telling Jesus right now, you better get a band because she's down there killing them. Beyonce, <laughs> fifty people showed up to your joint. And she has 750. Jesus. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Oh, my you, God. Yeah, Jesus is going to have to get the Migos. They're going to do like, it's going to be like the Migos mask next to <laughs> Cardi B. Oh, I can't. I can't. You will. You I will. I mean, this no, is, I know. It's going to happen. This is the world. This is the world we live this in. This is the world we're in. Beyonce, 2,000 years from now, who's going to be able to fact check? <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> is going to be a goddess. Like a real one. Right, you know, right. And you're going to go like to some tourist destination. Her face is going to be on the side of a mountain. And you're going to like throw coins at it to get like good <laughs> luck and good fortune. <laughs> and there'll be like holograms. <laughs> you know, because it'll be like way in the future. Way in the future. Yeah. So oh her. God. No, you're absolutely right. You're just, yeah, just true. It's and true. Ju- and Jesus, Jesus will be like a Mayan. You know, he'll be like some figure that people used to know. Oh my God, he'll be he'll be the <laughs> yeah. uh, mythical creature. No, they'll mythical, be they'll be like God. They'll be like, look old. at what you know. Two thousand years from now, they're gonna be like, could you believe they, that they believe that? Look, they're gonna be like, we unearthed something. We found out that people used to worship a man named Jesus. 
This was before the Beyonce Bible. This is beyond beyond. This is before Bay. Yeah, for Bay Bible. Yeah, Bay Bible. Bay Bible. Just get ready. Bay Bible. Get ready. Oh my God! I mean, it's it's (laughs) get ready. I mean, (laughs) I I I. It's not (laughs) out of the realm of possibility. This this is this is the beginning of an origin story. We're not going to be here to see it. What what the most that will be here is like we'll be haunting something. That's like the most existence we'll have. I'm sure I'll be haunting like a bar in a strip club. Like that's the most existence I'm going to have 2,000 years from now. Oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because they already did it. Did that's you see true. them sweating? That's really fun. No, they she and 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 uh, I encourage those to uh look it up. Yes. Um, I encourage uh yeah, I encourage those people to look that look that shit up because that's funny. That's not really. It was rejuvenating. Bay Beyonce mass. I can't. All right. Being um. Yeah. Being John Malkovich. Being being, being Beyonce. Yeah. No, you're right. It really it tr- now that I, it truly feels like that. We're just living in her world. <laughs> Don't say nothing against it. They'll mm. cart you off and never be heard from again. The beehive. The beehive. They are real. The, they, I'm scared. I'm afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> they are real. Don't even say their names. They're like, they who must not be named. <laughs> like living in the Harry Potter world. Like <laughs> shit. Uh, I. I mean, we're coming to an end of our show. Yeah, our very first episode. I feel like that was good. We just we're talking. Ha- we're talking. Okay. We're having a good time. Um, I want to end with a song. So I um, so a friend of mine was actually showed this to me and I really liked it and I thought you would like it as well. So this is um this is the song Who Came Up Missing by Aaron Ray. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Why? What did I just say? Why are you laughing? That's the song I know. It's called <laughs> I thought you I thought you were making fun. Of, I thought you were laughing at the way I said it. Like was I'm it... laughing at the time you you I'm laughing at you being like who came up missing. That sounds good. Let's play that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is I you I trust me you're gonna really like this okay this is who came up missing it's it's a it's like an interlude part of the larger album it's from this guy named Aaron Ray he was okay so check this out he was an X Factor contestant I think 2012 I think that's what it was um he so he didn't win the show but he got like songwriting songwriting gigs and stuff like that after that and then he got picked up by Interscope. And then they finally, he finally released his debut album called Platinum Fire this year. Um, so I, I'm going to play uh, Who Came Up Missing by, why are you, by Aaron Ray. Me, this is because good. I talked about the Bay High. <laughs> <laughs> I 
see you smiling. Yeah, I see you I smiling. Like it. You're liking it, yeah. That's Who Came A Missin' by Aaron Ray off his 2018 debut album, Platinum Fire. You should. It's a really good album, um, but I really like that song. That's the song that someone showed it to me, and I was just like, oh, this is, this is, this is. And he was on X Factor. That's good. Yeah, he was on X Factor. He didn't, like, he didn't, like, make an album, like, right away. He was actually, like, songwriter. He's doing his thing. Yeah. No, I think he was great. I thought it was, I really, I really enjoyed the song, and it was, like, super groovy. And uh, check it out. It was super groovy. Super groovy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Anthony. Yes. It's been real. It has. It's been super honey. Super sweet. (laughs) Sweet. It was sweet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're going to end this right now. And we will be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. In the meantime, please, you can follow me at Honeyology Creative on Instagram and Twitter. And, and well, no, and Facebook. Facebook. Oh, Facebook, too. That's right. Oh, my God. I got all the social you medias. Got all the social media. I got all the medias. And then um, you can also find us at theearnestkid.com slash Honeyology. Yes. So please check us out. Subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Please be kind. Don't be too mean. Yeah, don't be too mean. Don't and be like Prince mean. Like Prince. Yeah. No, well, no one was mean to Prince. I'm sure someone was mean. Yeah, but he got him back. He's haunting, he's haunting people. You know he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. This has been Honeyology. Peace. Honeyology is produced by Anthony Valdez and Anika Lani. Our digital producer is Ariel Valdez, and our advising producer is Keisha Ramel. This podcast is recorded and mixed in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. The podcast theme song, Honey Point of View, is written and performed by Audier. Honeyology is presented by The Ernest Kid Company. For more information, go to theearnestkid.com. Okay. Mm. All right. Are you ready? I'm really excited. I'm excited too, but so just so hi.